From the cozy confines of a 2004 Honda Accord, Drew, Dean, and Gary travel highway and byway finding the best and not-so-best independent pro wrestling around. So climb in, buckle up, and enjoy the scenic route as you take the road home from wrestling. Here in my car, I go safest of all, I can lock on my doors, it's the only way to live in cars. Here's a quick thank you to our sponsor, whatamaneuver.net. That's where you can go to find all your favorite Road Home From Wrestling merchandise. We have t-shirts, we have hoodies, we have baby onesies. Go to whatamaneuver.net and buy yourself one today. All right, well, we're not headed home. We're hanging out outside of... Cincinnati U.S. Bank Arena place that we're at in Cincinnati. My name's Andy. I'm coming to you live to tape from John's car, which is, uh, I guess, tonight it's the Road Home from Wrestling um, satellite mobile world headquarters of the world. And I got John. What's up, buddy? Not much. Here for the action. Really? Yeah. What kind of action are we talking here? WWE action. Oh, yes, yes, the wrestling action. Gotcha. I thought maybe you were talking about that guy we just passed. It just we kept uttering the phrase, stop sucking my dick, bitch. Yeah, girl, get off my dick. Yeah, it's just some guy yelling that. Um, but you Most know, guys don't yell that. I, hey, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. I can't give them any advice, but what I can do is talk a little bit about the uh, thing that we just saw. So we went, tonight we went to WWE, <laughs> WWE Starcade. That's right. Right? So you have no experience with any Starcades, right? No, but I do have a lot of experience with the big leagues. Yeah? Where the big boys play? No, that's WCW. Right. Which I guess technically WWE owns WCW, so mm-hmm. the big boys do play here. Everybody plays here. So Rey Mysterio's uh, <laughs> here, so I guess. <laughs> He's a little boy. But, <laughs> yeah, so it was a fun night. Um, we're not going to do a bunch of, like, in-depth stuff. We're going to go over the results, and we're just going to talk about wrestling a little bit. Not a super long show or anything. But, uh, yeah, John, um, just first of all, tell me a little bit about, uh, you've been going to WWE live events for a very long time, right? Yeah, I think I've been going for probably 12 years. This is probably, like, I don't know. My 20th show, maybe. Outstanding. That's cool. Well, I've been to many, many. I did not start going until around 2014, however, but I've been to maybe that many in that short period of time because I just can't stop going to wrestling shows. And before I discovered the indies, that's what I did. I would just travel around and go to every WWE show I could go to or Ring of Honor. So I've been to a bunch of them. And, uh, you know, U.S. Bank Arena, pretty good place to see wrestling. It's not terrible, you know. It's not great. Um, you know, I've, I've definitely been to better venues. However, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, I feel like there's not really a bad seat in the house. Mm-hmm. Really, I think you can see the action from anywhere you're at. Unless you're on the floor, five rows back. Yeah, because then everyone's standing. <laughs> yeah, up. motherfuckers. They feel the need to stand up. I don't understand. I don't get it. it. It's. I mean, just sit down. I don't get it. But uh, you bought a seat. Sit, you bought a ticket. I bought a ticket. Sit, I sit, can sit here. Yeah, you can sit here. You can't stand. You know. But uh, that's what they do, and that uh, was a lot of fun. So, uh, well, let's get through some of the stuff that happened tonight. It opened up. Um, we all walked with Elias to walk uh, to open up, right? Yeah. Right away, we got a little sing along with. The man of the WWE, Elias. He's the man. I thought that was Becky Lynch. We are not going to get into genders tonight. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah. So Elias comes out. He's you know basically they showed this thing on the. I love this kind of thing that they do. They'll show this video. Lights go out. Show a video on the main screen, and then while that's going on, they're sneaky sneak getting Elias in the ring with his guitar and his stool and all that shit. Right. I like to think that he was hiding under the ring the Maybe. entire time. That happens, man. You know, like before Kayla came out for the first time, he's Kayla. just been hiding under the ring. Yeah. So Kayla was the uh, female announcer, and then other generic dude was the uh, male announcer, right? Yeah, the SmackDown. The SmackDown. Announcer. 
So, uh, yeah, he, yeah was, that guy. he did that a little bit tonight. Not too much. But uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so uh, then he called out the actual man, right? Yeah, Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah. Um, what do you think about this, John? You think uh, maybe Ric Flair shouldn't be appearing at, at stuff anymore, or you think he should just do whatever he wants and I should fuck off? Um, I think he can still appear as just, like, a visual appearance, but do not give him a live mic. He uh, said some dirty stuff, huh? He literally just talked about how many females in the front rows wanted to sleep with Elias. Uh-huh. Oh, you see these girls? They look like they're at least 18. I bet they want to sleep with you, Elias. Yeah, 18 to 28. That's the that's acceptable age range for the, the nature boy. Who's like 68. <laughs> He's like, you want to walk with Elias? You know what that means? It means fucking! That's what he was saying, right? Like, the dude that invented the word STD was trying to hook at Elias up with everyone. Really? Okay. Well, he also, uh, you know, was like, yeah, Elias, I know you're just as good as me. And he's, like, talking about penis size and stuff. It's kind of gross. But you know what? There's someone who's not like most girls. And she came out to interrupt, right? Yeah, the face breaker, Nia Jax. <laughs> Hashtag face breaker. Hashtag punch. That's pretty awesome. This is all Michael Cole stuff. Is he it? was just loving it on oh. one day. I don't listen. I don't watch with the sound up, so I never know what he's yeah. saying. He's you know? giving us a lot of great gems. Hashtag face breaker. Hashtag I don't care. Hashtag not like most girls. Hashtag I'm six foot tall. Hashtag I weigh two eighty. Hashtag I'm Samoan. Hashtag rocks my cousin. He said all of these for Nia Jax. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, she came out and she had a bunch of people with her, right? Yeah, she had all the bad girls. She had Tamina. Mm -hmm. She had Alicia Fox. Mm -hmm. She had Mickey James. Yeah. Which Ric Flair made a super awkward comment. He's like, he's talking about the different chicks and he's like, oh, Mickey James, I bet you've walked with Elias, haven't you? Not knowing that, like, there's rumors, you know. Of her sleeping around with different wrestlers. Well, she's married to Nick Aldis. I know, but apparently she's... He lost that title to Cody, and she's like, I'm fucking everybody. I'm walking with Elias with everybody. That's right. You know, it would be funny if instead of fucking, you just said walking with Elias all the time. Like, hey, baby, you want to you wanna Netflix and... Ch- I mean, you want to walk with Elias, you mm-hmm. know? Netflix and WWE. <laughs> Netflix and walk with yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, let's not role play here. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, so they, you know, then uh, the baddies come out. They're like, hey, we don't like fun. And then we had a sing-along, and they tried to sing along, too, and it was terrible. It was like Roseanne singing the national anthem. Nia ruined it for everyone. Yeah, like, she, she does all WWE events. Hashtag facebreaker. She's not like most girls. And I told you about how they had a t-shirt for her when they first came out. When she first came out, it was, I'm not like most girls. And they had a man and a woman version of it. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it because they were like, wait, dudes aren't going to buy this. Especially the kind of dudes that like wrestling. They're like, you America, speak English. Talk about America. I'm man. Yeah. You know? So uh, those kind of folks aren't going to wear a shirt that says, I'm not like most girls. So they changed it to, I'm not like most. With the little but eyes. But still have the eyes. Yeah, the eyes. You know, which uh, uh, OSW Review has uh, done this funny video, too, where they have her doing the shifty eyes thing and then the shifty eyed dog from The Simpsons. And so (laughs) it's pretty funny. Anyway, so that set up a match, though, because we had some goodies come out, right? Yeah, because Elias said, you guys are terrible and I have some friends that are going to take care of you. I walked with every single one of them. Yeah. So then that brought out of the faces, which was led by Sasha Banks. Mm hmm. With her buddy, Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then you also had Dana Brooke, which, where did they find her backstage? What? She's the greatest wrestler of all time. She had to skip out on her bodybuilding Aww. competition to come to this match. And we also had probably the best female wrestler in the ring of that eight, which was Ember Moon. Yeah, Ember Moon, tremendous. Uh, so we had an eight woman tag match right mm-hmm. um you know goodies versus baddies and uh you know we're like i said we're not going to get into the uh play-by-play of it at all i did we did get to see Amber moon do the uh eclipse which is a tremendous move mm-hmm. she's in on tamina though and it wasn't that great she yeah everybody good. went off the top so like ember hit that and then uh mickey hit her with like a, a crotch to the face dive off the top and then dana brooke thought oh i wrestle i think she did the top 
and then, she, and then she went for a crossbody off the top rope, and we're like, "What? Are you, it was so sloppy. It was awful. I love it. Just stick with flipping on your entrance. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Get the clipboard back out. That was fun. Well, yeah. So who won? The faces did. They because uh, Alicia tried to get out of the bank statement, mm. but she couldn't do it. Nope. nope. She tapped. Yep, she tapped out like a bitch. And uh, so, yeah, so that was the first match of the night, which led us to match numero dos. And what was that one? It is the same match that I saw when I came to Raw back on July 23rd, which is Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um... Bad guys, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Drew! And, uh, you know, and Finn Balor. Just, he's just a little guy, yeah. you know? Um, and they both had, this was kind of the fight of the leather jackets, because they both yeah. wore leather jackets. Um, which is, you know, it's what it is. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What you think? Well, uh, I would like to point out, we noticed during Drew's entrance, it's just a big M. Yeah. But it has, like, a bunch of studs on it. So we're thinking that the M is dressed up in a leather jacket as well. Like his his logo is just a giant M. With a know? leather jacket on. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I, I, whenever I see that M like that, I think of Mil Muertes or Mil Mascaras or, you know, or Mugatu. You know, I just think of those things. But uh, but apparently now I drink, I think of, Drew! And so uh, this was a lot of fun. They did some wrestling. Who won? Uh... Drew McIntyre picked up the victory, yeah. which was surprising because usually on house shows, you don't get bad guys winning much. But as you reminded me later, John, this ain't no motherfucking house show. This is Starcade. That's right. Mm-hmm. But he won clean with the Claymore. Um, such is life. Yeah, what are you going to do? Poor Finn. What happened after that? After that, we had our next match, which was... The Revival, Scott Dawson, and, uh, why am I blanking on the other dude's name? Uh, because I didn't write it the notes, I don't know. Oh, Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder, there you go. Dash Wilder is my favorite of the two, also. Really? Yeah, that's uh, his name. Is he the bald one or not? No. Okay, He's good. the one that has hair. And I got the pen right, so, yeah. uh, uh, you know, say yeah! We heard that. I love their music. I, I think they're too. just great. I'm all here. Like, I'm all in on The Revival. Yeah. I've loved them since I saw them for the first time in NXT a long time ago. When they were just jobbers. They were called the Mechanics, by the way. Yeah, when they first came out, they were called the Mechanics. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah. I only, I blocked the bad memories out. That's fair. So you you don't remember anything from them on WWE television then, except for the NXT stuff. You were like, who are these guys? Oh, yeah, they're yeah. from NXT. I recognized the No Flips, Just Fist shirt, and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't <laughs> seen these guys in forever. Well, they cut a little promo and talked about how they are tag team excellence, which, mm-hmm. uh, after seeing their match tonight, I would beg to differ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and who were their opponents? Their opponents were the B team. Mm. B team. Go, go, go. Which is Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. I love Bo Dallas. Um, I love him. He's the best. I, I'm the last Bo Lever. I'm the last one. I still believe. I think so, too. I think he needs his pink slip, personally. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes me upset. Um, you know, I saw Bo Dallas back in the day when he was doing the Bo Leave gimmick, and uh, I loved it because he would, you know, he would win a match and then tell people, like, don't worry, buddy, you'll do better next time. You or, just need to Bo That's right. I saw him put a guy in a fucking, um, like, headlock or something and then tell him not to give up. It's that's amazing, you know. Yeah, I love that Bo Dallas. Mm-hmm. Bo Dallas on the main roster. That was just, that's what he did on the main roster for like three weeks until well, they, he like, had a he had a it was at least two or three months because he did the he had a win streak. Remember, he, he beat all around, these jobbers. He'd run around the ring, <laughs> yes. giving everyone high fives. It was awesome. Anyway. I mean, I remember that, but then he just started losing and it's never. And uh, the era of McGillicuddy, it never did start, you know? No. Uh, but uh, we do have Curtis Axel in the ring, so he's a guy. And, um, yeah, so who won this one? This was won by the B team with a surprise. Oh, I guess it wasn't a surprise. It was a sunset flip. Yeah. But there was some fun shenanigans going on in this that the revival, you know, now that I saw them in person, you know, I haven't seen them for a long time since they've been on the main roster. There was a lot of comedy spots. There was one point where, like, Dash Wilder got hit in the face and he just overselled the shit out of it outside the ring. He, he went flopping around. He went flopping he, around. He, ran he turned the, the turn. corner. He turned the corner flopping around. 
Uh, yeah, ran into the term like the ring post, which they come out of nowhere. Yeah, man. There's four of them too. I know. They outnumber everybody. Gang mentality. It's they're gang affiliated. You know, just like yeah. Nick Gage. You know, mm-hmm. um, but so, yeah, yeah. Sadly, the rival didn't pick up a win here. Yeah, B team wins because they need a win. I guess it matters. Yeah. Although it's a house show, so it doesn't count anyway. Who cares? Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, B team win, and I do think that gimmick is funny. But it was a, it was like a. It's like a gimmick that could last like a week or two and that's it, or a build to like one match and they lose and then that gimmick's over. Um, but they're just riding it out, you know? But instead, they give them the tag titles and yeah. give yeah. them like a three or four month run. Stupid. And then act like they're going to give them to the revival and then say no. Psych, <laughs> Drew McIntyre, and Dolph are getting home. I wouldn't want to mess with Drew. He's crazy. I know. He's so big. He's big! Anyway, all right, so what happened? After that, we had our first title match of the evening mm. for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. That's the blue ones, not the red ones. Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar, mm-hmm. taking on the New Day, consisting of Big E and Kofi Kingston. That's right. With uh, Xavier Woods holding it down with Francesca, too, on the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought this was really good and a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sheamus did wrestle in a kilt for the first uh, couple minutes of the match. I think for most of it, right? I think for at least half of it. And I I leaned in to Dean or Andy. Oh, boy. You're not Dean. You're Andy. I'm not, no. And I was like, Andy, do you think, like, maybe his, his trunks got lost? And, like, he doesn't have anything on underneath that kilt? We thought it was a possibility. You did. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, let's move on What for our conversation But here. then he flapped it up and he had his trunks on. And I was like, oh, he did have them. <laughs> he was just playing a joke on all of us. Yeah, uh, they also got, uh, the bad guys got pelted with uh, with little um, uh, pancakes, pancakes yeah, yeah, on their way out. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. And then they started throwing them back at the New Day. Mm-hmm. It was, it was nice. That's kind of funny. It was a fun little in- intro. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it was a fun match. These guys always have a good match. You know, mm-hmm. um, we've seen it three million times at this point. And WWE is really suffering from these. Okay, we're doing this again. Matches. You know, like you said, you saw Drew versus Finn Balor in fucking July, mm-hmm. and here we are in November, late November. You know? Yes. Um, exact match. Still doing the same thing. So that that's the only thing that gets people really stale on WWE. I mean, the Usos and the Bar and the New Day have been feuding off and on, all three of them together, for a year. Maybe longer. At least. And, uh, well, the New Day and Bar feuded on Raw for the tag titles. That's right. And then moved to SmackDown and are now feuding for the tag titles. Jeez. There's got to be more teams on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Colognes. Well, the Revival. Oh, wait. Yeah, well, they're no. on SmackDown. Yeah, so. and plus they, they are jobbers, so what are you going to do? But they don't have to be jobbers. I know. You, like, build them up. I don't know. Say so, yeah. They just say no. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Always a good match. If you guys ever have a chance to see these guys live, they're all tremendous. Uh, Big mm-hmm. E was in the match. I got to see him run the ropes. One of my favorite things ever. Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's amazing. Um, he also did the uh, stretch muffler deal or like the abdominal stretch to start doing the New Day Rocks thing by smacking mm-hmm. Sheamus in the gut. Always funny. Which while he was doing that, Xavier was on the apron like doing some weird like back slide. <laughs> it looked like that thing that, um, that Flip Gordon does when he's trying to escape a wrist lock where he just keeps popping around on his back. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen Shane, or, uh, Cesaro do that as well. And he kept doing that, but he was doing it on the apron. It was really fun. So uh, It reminded me of a dog, like, scratching his back. Yeah, kind of. Like, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um, anyway, so who won? Uh, the bar won it with a broke kick. Uh, Sheamus hit a broke kick on Big E mm-hmm. for the win after uh, Big E helped Kofi get tossed over the rope onto Cesaro. Yeah, it was one of our two dives of the night. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a fun match. It was fun. You know? Yeah. I mean, they set the bar mm. on good tag team matches. Oh, boy. All right. Whatever, whatever. After that, it was announced that the current general manager of Raw had a match. And so Baron Corbin came out and said, mm. I beat up Braun Strowman. He's like a little kid at home. 
So I'm leaving this open to an open challenge to whoever wants to fight me. Uh-huh. And so there was like a, a minute delay. And uh, who came out? I don't remember. That's why I put it in the notes. You don't remember who came out? I don't remember anything. You predicted who was going to come out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't predict it. I just, you know, we were sitting there earlier in the night and we were talking and I was just, we were talking about WWE and I was like, you know who is going to return here soon because it's just, it's, he's due. And that was Bray Wyatt. So Bray Wyatt comes out and makes his triumphant return, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. All the fireflies were just lit up everywhere. His entrance is awesome. His um, theme music is perfect for him. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I actually know how to play it on guitar and stuff because I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. It's really easy, uh, by the way. But uh, it's just outstanding. Now, something funny did happen tonight. So I posted a video of this uh, return because it was newsworthy. And I thought, hey, this is a chance to get people to look at our stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I posted that on Twitter or Facebook. And I got a question immediately, which was, is that different theme music? You know, but no, it's just the part you never get to hear where the drums kick in. Because, yeah. like, the drums kick into that song later and it goes kind of like, it's like a. It's much faster. It's not really faster. The tempo doesn't change. It's mm-hmm. just the, uh, the, uh, it gets cut in half, is what it is. So gotcha. instead of going, it's, you know, so there you I, go. I mean, I even asked the same question. Like, mm-hmm. is this different? Yeah. Are we had a dance party right now. I mean, take it easy. You know, but, uh, yeah, but it was a hell of an entrance. The crowd loves Bray Wyatt. They were singing, you know, he's got the whole world in his hands and shit. I mean, they're doing all that stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, a, it was a nice surprise. Yeah. Now, this is kind of a giant segment here because, basically, they had a match. Baron Corbin lost uh, to a roll-up, which is mm-hmm. this, this is what we're doing. And, uh, you know, and then he was like, wait. I'm the general manager, and I don't think this is a real match, because so I'm striking that one from the records book, and we're going to restart this one and make it no DQ. Get them, boys. And here comes Dolph and Drew, right? Yeah. That's exactly how it went, right? <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing about? I don't know. Well, I, th- I was thinking, like, when he's like, get them, boys, and I was thinking, like, Dolph was probably going to come out with, like, a little scarf tied around his neck. <laughs> And his hair up in like pigtails and okay. skipping down to the ring, but that's not how it happened. They both just came out without shirt on, shirts on, and just started yeah. beating up Bray Wyatt. Well, they surrounded the ring with pack mentality, Ooh. and uh, they all got on the apron and got in and started. He Bray tried to punch Drew off, but Dolph hit him from behind, and Baron got in. Drew recovered, and they all just kind of laid waste to him. But then what happened? But then the good guys came out. Come on, yeah. Finn Balor with a shirt came out. Oh. And Elias. Because, you know, he was done. Elias was done walking with Elias in the back. So he's like. <laughs> Is that what it's called when he masturbates? He's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm too busy. I got to walk with Elias. Real that segment quick. <laughs> was so good, guys. I got a WWE real quick. <laughs> and so he came back out to get another WWE segment in. And, uh. <laughs> They saved the day. They yeah. came in. They laid waste to the bad guys. And then they had Baron Corbin in the middle of the ring. And they all just fucking dropping finishers on him right and left. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Elias hit his. Finn hit his. Finn rolled out of the ring. Took his shirt off. Because why, why would he wear a shirt? I don't know. I wouldn't wear a shirt if I were him. And then Bray picked him up. Picked up Baron. Kissed him. Hit him with his sister Abigail. One, two, three. And Baron couldn't wipe that one from the card. No, no. In fact, he hilariously sold, like, on his way to the back, and it was pretty fun. So, and after that, did we get a little break there? Is that that's yeah, what happened favorite then? part of the show. Oh, is it my favorite? Single intermission! And during Single we saw some NWF people, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. We saw uh, that referee that doesn't referee anymore at NWF, uh, Austin. I'll never know what happened to him. Maybe yeah. he's working backstage now. Yeah. We saw him. Probably a producer now. Yeah, I think so. We saw David Tyler before the show and booed him. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the shadow. Oh, yeah, yeah. We he saw was just the lurking around. There was fucking all that black shit coming out of his mouth, and I was like, oh, my God, be careful. That usher lady is going to get you. Yeah, Betty. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Betty Bop. 
or Betty, Betty Bob. Betty Bob. So we had this, where we were sitting, we bought the shittiest tickets we could and then like just sat wherever. We found this pretty good spot. Rightfully and, so. We've been to WWE shows before. We yeah, know the deal. Yeah. So we, we picked this pretty good spot and we were right above where we could watch this one security guard or usher and she was on fire man she was like i mean anything that was going on she was right on top of it she was like helping people but she was also very strict right like if there's a seal team six for ushers like mm-hmm. she is in charge of she's the a trainer yeah, yeah you know she's training people at one point like these people were just walking in through the entrance and she like <laughs> flags them down with their flashlight like yo get over here i need to look at your ticket <laughs> And they're like, we know where we're sitting. She's like, no, give me your ticket. Like like they got in there somehow. A right. whole family just snuck in and somehow they, you know, they're, but they're not getting past her. No, you know? they weren't. You know, a, a WWE related thing. Did you know that Enzo More, he showed up at Survivor Series in the crowd and got tackled by this woman security guard, I right? I think it was the same. I think it was it's, Betty Bob. It's the same lady who, who like, tried to keep um, Gronk out. Uh, Gronk out. Yes, it's the, the same, same exact lady. Someone yes. told me, like, oh, it's the same one as Gronk. And I was like, no, I think they have different security staff. Pretty sure it is. Holy yeah. crap. She works for the building or something like that. I so. bet they were in a different part of town, I, they? I don't think so. I'm because sure. that, that one was in Miami. That made Maybe it was a WWE person. But yeah. point is, everyone says it was her, so it is. That's, um, that's Betty's sister, I think. Yeah, definitely. Oh, they train together, for sure, like, in yeah. the office season you know on the weekends or whatever they're they're like fucking snorkeling in the river taking, no <laughs> give me your ticket <laughs> flashlight on flashlight off flashlight on flashlight off you can't stand there sit down <laughs> so we had a lot of time uh Does good anybody know whose kid this is <laughs> that happened at one point um we we also saw travis uh big nwf fan some other people you know it was a lot of fun so it was good to see mm-hmm. um and uh that was single mission. and after that we had another match right we had a ladies match. Oh yeah, that's right. It was Charlotte versus Oscar. That's right. Round two. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte came out and she's like, "Yeah, I beat somebody up the other day. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey ain't here. Ronda Rousey gonna say her name a bunch of times because whoever's coming out next isn't her. But I'm gonna beat her up. And here comes Oscar. And we already knew that this match was happening because they fucking tweeted about it, right? Right. Charlotte herself tweeted about it. Come on. Get your shit together, Charlotte. We know who you're fighting. <sighs> yeah. So she was, uh, you know, Asuka came out. Asuka's entrance makes me so happy. She's one of those wrestlers, no matter how many times I see her, I just get filled with joy anytime I see her. I love her. Uh, maybe it's because I, I want her to walk with Elias with me, but maybe it's something else, too. I'm not sure. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> That's funny. So, <laughs> but uh, this match had a few timing and proximity issues. This was the only one that was a little botchy. They had yeah. a couple problems where, and I thought it was Char- Charlotte that was botching because, like, she, um, there was a few times where she was running at um, Oscar and was supposed to, like, take a move and she, like, bumped late or too early or something. Or no soul. Or didn't at all. Yeah, there was one time where she just acted like she it didn't even kicked, happen. Yeah, she got kicked in the arms and she's like, yeah, fuck you, I'm not selling that. <laughs> but it was a decent match. You know, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, no stakes, no reason for the match at all other than I'm going to beat somebody up or not. Well, I think the only reason is because Becky got her face broken by hashtag facebreaker. <laughs> and so we didn't get the original scheduled cage match between Sasha, or not Sasha, Becky and Charlotte. It's true. It's true. Well, we did get our cage match uh, quota in later on. So. We did. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. but I don't, I was really excited for this match because I thought it, it from WrestleMania this year, I thought this match was the best one on the entire card. Okay. And so I had very high expectations for this. Wasn't that great? No. You know? Um, I mean, it was good. It but was it, good, but I don't know. It just seemed like they were... It's a house show. They're not working stiff. They're not trying to do anything crazy or anything like that. And and not that Asuka does anything crazy, necessarily. But, I mean, the high spot in the match was we had we had a, a moonsault off the top rope from Charlotte, and uh, Asuka got the knees up and just boob-busted her, you mm-hmm. know, pretty much. And so that... And, and the other thing, too, is that, like, there was a story in this match a little bit that was a good part of the match where Asuka kept putting the Asuka lock on her. You know, but she kept getting out. I was a little frustrated when the third time she put it on, Charlotte got out. If was if, that the when she like when Charlotte stood up while she had the Oscar lock on, did like a chin buster or chin breaker, 
and then Asuka snatched it back on right away. That was cool. That was yeah. the second time she put it okay. on, right? So, yeah, so Asuka had it on. She did, like, a backpack stunner, right, mm-hmm. to her. Uh, Charlotte did, and then she, like, laid down for a second and then immediately put it right back on, which actually was surprising and cool. Which I thought that would be the finish. Right. Should have been. Um, but, uh, yeah, she got out of that. And then Asuka put it on again. I just, if you have a devastating finisher that's a submission, you know, you, I, they did this with the Kurt Angle, too, where, like, he would put on the ankle lock and never win with it. You know, it would take him he, it's six times to put it on and finally win. Well, that's the F.U. Yeah. Uh, or the, the whatever. Attitude Cena. adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's okay, because fuck John Cena. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm talking about a, you know, a submission yeah. move where it's like you're devastating submission. You get locked in this thing. You're done. Um, and uh, if you, like escape it all the time it kind of devalues it in my opinion right, but it's uh, not a finisher anymore it's right just a it's just signature just a move so yeah. it's just a move dude it's cool man it's just a move go back and listen to our iwa episodes from uh, a year and a half ago to get that joke uh but uh jake christ and uh john wayne murdoch feuded over the destroyer and the gimmick of the matches where it's just a move bro like the it's Canadian the Destroyer? The Dane Destroyer, but yes, same thing. Like, that move is devastating. Like, it should be done and it's over. Well, it's just like a this, move. There shouldn't be multiple. They rows. feuded over it, though, because, one, like, basically they had a match and, you know, whoever won could use that move and who got like, the know, rights to it. Right, pretty much. So, uh, they definitely signed paperwork. It was very important. But, right. uh, but anyway, it's just a move, bro. And uh, who won the match, though? Charlotte won with a roll up. That's right. The roll up, come on, man. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of a poopy match, but after that, we had another match. Well, no, we had a oh, segment. Shit. Oh yeah, uh, Miss TV, right? Miss TV was making an appearance at Starcade. You had Mike the Miz Mazana come out and just run down the crowd by saying, "I'm so happy to be in Cincinnati because I get to witness the Browns beating the Bengals tomorrow in person." Which, you know, he's leaving for the next house. Yeah, exactly. He has another house show tomorrow. Right. So, on you. Uh, But he had his special guests were Shinsuke Nakamura and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio sporting the Andy Kaufman um, neck brace, which was fucking hilarious. So, um, because it looks like a little kid wearing an adult neck brace. Right, like it was too big. It was like covering his ears and... And, um, you know, and Rey Mysterio's voice when he cuts promos and talks on WWE television is just fucking hilarious because he sounds like a little kid. I am Rey Mysterio. I talk like this. <laughs> That's just how he talks with everything. And so Miz was like, you're an idiot. We don't like you. What's your, what are you going to say? Well, I am Rey Mysterio. I will kick what 619 Booyaka. I think it's what he I said. I love Starcade. All my heroes were there. Yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah, you Nature said... Nature Boy, Ric Flair. We should have had a drinking game with the times they mentioned that everyone mentioned Ric Flair, you know, because... It was at did. least 20 times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, I would say that uh, I associate Dusty Rhodes a lot with Starcade as well. Um, just saying, he's also a guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, and Harley Race and I don't well, know, a lot of people. So well, he decided he didn't want to be at this show tonight. Only Rick wanted to be there. Sorry, death joke. You're fired. Anyway, so this uh, turned into a match, though, right? (laughs) It did. Uh, Well, it was originally scheduled a U.S. title match between Rey Mysterio and Shinsuke Nakamura, so Miz was just kind of setting it up, you know, because he felt the need to be there. Um, So once things broke down, because Rey kept saying, well, Randy's evil. Shinsuke, are you going to be evil to me? Randy, you are evil. I, and Shinsuke, are you be evil now too? <laughs> and Shinsuke's like, no English, because remember that whole right, like, that I was pretty funny. I don't yeah. speak English. Uh, so <laughs> Shinsuke went evil and he hit Ray in the neck and tore his neck brace off, mm. exposing the tender meat around <laughs> his head and chest. Oh, wow. Well. uh... <laughs> It's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what happened. Oh, yeah, horse. Cool. Um, a horse-drawn buggy just went by. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Up, let's go. I love let's horses. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So the match kind of broke down pretty quick. Um, at one point, Ray uh, hit Shinsuke to the outside. He went to dive off on the Shinsuke. 
who happened to be standing right next to the Miz. Shinsuke got out of the way. Miz got hit, so he's down. Shinsuke and Ray battle a little bit, get back in the ring. At some point, Miz pulls Ray out and starts just punching him. Mm-hmm. And the ref sees it. Yep. And you know what happens when that happens? It's an NWF finish and or a DQ. So the bad guys are beating up Ray until, you know, the real superhero of the night comes out to make the save. Rusev Gutria, Rusev Machka. Dun, 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 I love it. This is the most heel music ever, and everyone's like, yeah! Yeah, Rusev Day! Rusev was over his shit. He came out, people were chanting Rusev Day, and then Lana makes a match! Yeah, because she was half Russian, half Californian. She didn't know what country she was from. She's like, hey guys, do you want to see a match with Rusev versus these guys? And we're like, wait, what are you? Rusev Crush! Rusev Crush! So Lana sets up, somehow she has power. She sets up Rusev and Rey Mysterio versus The Miz and Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, so you heard what you just said. Yeah, the Teddy Long special. Yes, but also we have The Miz tagging with Shinsuke Nakamura, former IWA GP um, heavyweight champion and Mm -hmm. intercontinental champion. And former WWE champion, which I believe he won that title six years ago today. Against he beat Rain or Miz beat Rain. Oh Miz, okay. Yes, yes. I just was I Shinsuke didn't win the IC title, did he? It in in New Japan, yeah. Oh, I was thinking WWE. Yeah, IWGP. So um anyway, and then uh, also the other team is Rusev First, and uh, with Rey Mysterio, this is just the most bizarre match I think I've ever seen. It was very diverse in culture, and that's what I come to expect in my, out of my WWE matches. <laughs> it was. It was definitely diverse. We had American. Russian. We had uh, Russian. We had the, uh, the I am Rey Mysterio from, from Mexico. Uh, and then we had uh, the other guy, too. We had that Jack. Yeah, just, whoa. Whoa. That's a racist. Why is that racist? No, I said I'm the racist. Oh, guy. you are racist. Oh, okay. Yeah, just live in the gimmick. All right. So, uh, Shinsuke's from Japan. He is. For um, those who don't know what a Jap is. Oh, my God. You have lost your mind. <laughs> anyway, I, I think Lexus Montez is going to fire. Actually, he'll blame me. It'll be my fault somehow. But, yeah, uh, you're rubbing off. Yeah, well, let me just wear this. All right, so. Uh, WWE. <laughs> just walk. Lies right and left. <laughs> oh, I wish I was. Anyway, uh, so who was uh, not in my car? Yeah, I know, not here. Uh, who was winning or who won? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so late to, to end this match. Um, Ray got the beat down for most of it. Rusev got the hot tag. Miz got in. Rusev beat up on Miz. Who won, John? Um, the good guys. The good guys win. Well, who pinned who? It's it's in Rusev there. Rusev submitted. The Miz. Really? Yeah. Okay. You sure about or that? No, you say that he... I kicked oh, him with the Machka kick, he man. Did pin, yeah. I pinned him once or three. remember him making him submit, but well, I guess yeah, not. You're crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so the good guys win, and that was our uh, tag team match. And then that led to our next match. What was that one? Uh, it was a cage match. Oh, yes. Between the phenomenal one, AJ Styles Taking on the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe. Yeah, and so this cage, what the fuck was this thing? It was no NWF cage, but it was a cage. It was weird. I mean, like, instead of having the cage hanging above, they actually brought it out in pieces and put it together, which took way more time. Twelve you know? pieces altogether. Was it? Okay. Yeah, there's and- three... Like slabs on each side. Okay. And, uh, you know, three times four is 12. Yeah. So uh, remember when uh, Cesaro, one time he came out and he was like, every time I step between these three ropes, he's like, or four ropes, and he's like, there's there's four sides, <laughs> three ropes. And he just botched this whole promo. Anyway, uh, that was really Matt's hard. I'd stay. What are you going to do? And, uh, yeah, so this is a cage match. Uh, no stakes here other than, you know, the continuing the feud that we have. And uh, the cage was weird and tiny. Um, it just seemed tiny to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I don't think it's the normal big size that they have at normal shows, but mm-hmm. it's a 
it's not a house show. It's Starcade. So maybe they wanted to downsize. You know, back in the day, they didn't have bigger cages. Sure. So okay. Um, we did forget to mention something earlier in one of the, in like the. I think it was the Dolph and it was the Finn Balor and um, Drew. Max Drew, Balor. yeah, that match. The referee got all feisty and started screaming at the, yeah. the bad guys. And no, like, that was during the tag match. Was it okay? He had a huge pop. Like one of the pops of the night was the ref just going crazy, which was like, why are we doing this? That was yeah, weird. I don't, it didn't make any sense because it's not like they were cheating. They were just kind of arguing with yeah, him. Yeah, and he got all shitty. And, um, but but it was kind of a callback a little bit to WCW where they used to do that all the time. So anyway, but uh, yeah, so uh, this was a okay match. I don't think it was that great. That was okay, you know? Yeah, it never, there weren't any huge spots on it. And they were Everybody, working really safe and, you know, it was Joe getting bumped around a little bit, but AJ doing most of the bumping as you would expect. And then them just kind of hitting signature spots and going to the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which the ending came out of nowhere. I don't think any of us were really expecting it. Really? I didn't expect it. I don't remember how it ended, so tell me. Uh, AJ got Samoa Joe locked in the calf crusher. Oh, yeah, and he tapped out! And he just tapped out. I, I couldn't like, believe it. I was like, wait a second. I don't think Samoa Joe's ever tapped out. Oh, he does on house shows. That's nuts to me. I couldn't believe that. And if he has, I mean, feel free to correct me, but I just feel like that I don't think... Like, he's not a guy who should ever tap out, you know? He's the Samoan Smith. Right, yeah. So that was, like, he tried to get to the ropes, which didn't work because it was a no-DQ match. However, as long as he held on to those ropes, then, you know, AJ Styles couldn't win because it's not false count anywhere. So, you know... But it's um, a cage. There aren't cage matches like no-DQ. They are no-DQ, but they're not false count anywhere. So as long Uh as he has the ropes, he can't win that way. Right, he doesn't have to break the hold, but he can't win that way. So that's how I had that that same question, and I discussed it with two different referees, and that's what we came up with. So, oh, uh, you ran over to Austin and like asked. No, this was like a year ago when this came up several oh, okay. times, and I had been, was really frustrated about rope breaks, and I broke it down with a bunch of a couple referees. So, gotcha. um, referee Man Bun was in on that, so he knows what he's talking I, about. I was thinking you were saying like. <laughs> this show, you ran and talked to I did people, not. and I was like, no. I do not remember you. No, that's to... that's not true. Uh, you're making up lies. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, AJ Styles wins. He, he gets he taps out Samoa Joe. Uh, crazy shit. But then after that, we had your main event of the evening. And the, what was the main event, John? It was an Intercontinental Title match pitting the former Shield brothers, Seth freaking Rollins, against the hometown boy. Dean Lunatic Fringe Ambrose. <laughs> yeah, and um, obviously this was Bizarro World because, you know, Seth is supposed to be the face in this match, but he was definitely the heel because Dean Ambrose is over his shit in Cincinnati. You know, it's just the way it is. Right. And if you if you want to see that kind of thing on the, like, cra- like in the craziest fashion that you'll ever see it in, uh, watch Canadian Stampede. It's an in-your-house pay-per-view where the uh, the hearts go to Canada and uh, face a bunch of the uh, faces from um, from WWE at WWF at the time, and uh, it's Bizarro World. It's one of the hottest crowds of all time. Um, the crowd was pretty hot for this match. It took them a little bit while to get going. Once they did, it was awesome. It was the best match of the night. It got a This Is Awesome chant, which doesn't mean anything, but it did. And uh, they had a lot of fun spots on the top of the cage. Yeah, boo, yeah, boo, to stuff like that. Uh, just... There was a like the the high spot in this match was where Dean Ambrose was trying to escape the cage. Uh, Seth Rollins climbed up to stop him in the corner and hit a superplex kind of off the cage. Like Dean Ambrose was on top, uh, Seth Rollins was on the top rope and uh, hit a superplex out of that. Picked him up to the Falcon Arrow. Crowd went nuts. The crowd bit on that so hard that when that was only a two count, like half of the people in the whole audience stood up like what? That was yeah. hilarious. And you looked at me like fucking marks <laughs> that was pretty funny uh but uh what did you think of this one i thought it was good um definitely you know fine heel tactics from ambrose despite being the baby face here in cincinnati um like refusing to get into the ring and then seth just beating the shit out of them outside. yeah they started outside the ring that's right because they had to differentiate this one from the other cage match that had just fucking happened which is weird mm-hmm. why are we doing two cage matches right in a row I'm so yeah, sorry. I don't know what we're doing here. So, uh, uh, but yeah, it was good. I mean, typical kind of mm-hmm. house show cage match. 
some fun spots here and there. Mm-hmm. A lot of like false finishes where you think they're going to go out of their cage and then they get back in and then they go back out and they get back in. And my, my favorite thing with like these kind of matches, like a cage match, uh, like a Royal Rumble Battle Royal, like any other match, they can get out of the ring so easily. <laughs> Whether it's like throwing someone over the top rope or like sliding out of the ring. And the cage match rolls around in fucking quicksand. Yeah. They have no idea how to get out of there. It's They're, like a ladder match when they're trying to climb the ladder. Yeah, the they have thing. so much water in their boots that it's just like <laughs> weighing them down. It's true. We get through, man. <laughs> That's like the most frustrating thing about like specialty matches is that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you can do it any other day. Stop doing that. I my other beef with matches like this is try to win. Try to win. Someone try to win. Why are we just beating on each other? Try to win. You know, they at least had a reason to beat each on each other in this match. But uh, you know, it, it was good though. It was really good. The finish was cool too, where like Basically, um, they had kind of beat each other to a stalemate, and here comes Ambrose going for the cage door. Seth Rollins climbs up the outside of the cage. He is, instead of jumping off the cage, he slams the door on Ambrose, who's mm-hmm. about to escape, and then he jumps down and wins, which is pretty cool. And the crowd goes nuts, and I'm like, weren't you just booing him two seconds ago? <laughs> they did. Flip-flop. But uh, now, okay, so it was it was a fun show. It was very long. Um, it is midnight right now. Um, it, the show was almost four hours long, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I that's shocking. I didn't know it was going to be that long, which is fine. But uh, what do you think overall, John? And and how does this compare to like the up close and personal stuff that you get to see at uh, NWF or various other places we get to go? Um, I don't know. I think with this being the professional quote unquote level. Um, I think there's a lot more uniqueness and like character and there's like bigger storylines going on and that I see every single week. And so I'm a little more invested at times, I think in the WWE product. And so seeing it in person is always a really like fun and special thing since I only get to see it maybe twice a year. Whereas, you know, going every single week to like a NWF, like a PTW show, I kind of get used to it, kind of fall into that rhythm. And so I don't get as excited sometimes about some of the people I see. Whereas, like, here, like, I get to see Finn Balor, who's, like, one of my favorites, twice a year in person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I mark out every single time. So it's always a nice, you know, time going to these shows, even though sometimes they can be phoned in. It's true. Well, um, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, and this is my opinion, is that I much prefer the up-close-and-personal kind of thing with, uh, you know, being able to see wrestling live where you're close or you have personal investment in the characters because you know them. You know, Mm -hmm. you kind of know the people or, you know, I don't know. Like, it's difficult to get any kind of recognition as an individual in a crowd like the one we were at tonight, which, by the way... The place was fucking packed. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't sold out, but, you know, it was, there was a lot of people there. That's one of the most people I've ever seen for a wrestling show at the U.S. Bank Arena. You know, it was, yeah. it was packed, uh, which is good. Uh, but I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't, I can't get fired up for WWE anymore like I used to. I just, like, I was really hoping Daniel Bryan would be here tonight, and he wasn't, so that was kind of a bummer. I really liked the main event. I was fired up when Bray Wyatt came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the, seeing some of the women as well. Uh, it's always great to see Rusev. I like him a lot. Um, but I just, I don't know, I'm a little disillusioned with the WWE product because, like you said, it's the same fucking thing. Every, you know, it's, it's the same yeah. people. And that's the, the, ever since the brand split happened, it's the same shit over and over again. And it's a little boring. Um, and that's why when I do watch Raw and SmackDown, I watch it with the sound down because I just don't, I'm not investing all of my faculties into this mm-hmm. while I'm watching it. But, you know, you are a longtime WWE fan, much longer than myself. So you yeah, like I, it, you know, a lot more. Yeah, I think that I would say, like, I'm starting to, you know, kind of, like, fall in love with the indie wrestling, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I've only been coming to indie shows, quote-unquote, for two years now. Not even two years at this point. And so I've been watching WWE since I was, like, 10, so I'm going on, like, 22 years of watching. They got your heart, right? Yeah. 
And so I'm way invested in like <laughs> this product because I've been good. watching it for so long. Whereas like agree, I agree with you. Like the indie shows, like now that I'm becoming friends with people like ATM and like Aaron Williams and Lexus and DT, dropping names over here. You picked that up. Hold on. Oh, here you go. You drop that. Uh, so <laughs> like now that I'm starting to become like friends with these guys a little bit more, kind of outside the ring, you know, friends is a loose term, I would say. Well, for some of them, at You're least. You're friendly with them. Yeah. Some of them, I feel like I'm, you know, genuinely friends with them. Some I'm okay. friendly with. Uh, and so, yeah, at that aspect, like, it's cool to go to these shows and see my friends wrestle. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I'm starting to get into that groove. Like, oh, I, yeah. like I haven't seen ATM wrestle in a while. Yeah, it's a bummer, it's right? Like, yeah, I need to go see that guy. I know. Point. Gosh. I, I'm not going to get off work early enough to go. That sucks. Yeah. But... But yeah, well, it was a, f- a hell of a show. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that you went. I'm glad with me. I'm glad that we both went. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always want to go to stuff like this. And, and honestly, I like to cover it for the podcast if we can, because hopefully it'll get more ears and eyes on the stuff that I do want to push, like the NWFs and the Rockstar Pros and the PTWs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, 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 I'm kind of the poo-poo you know, when it comes to WWE, just because I'm just bored with it. But, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff going on there. And, uh, you know, we got to see Ember Moon hit the Eclipse tonight, which is always tremendous. And, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff going on as well. Um, you know, so I don't mean to poo-poo at all. But, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of everything, right, John? Yeah, I'm just going to try not to hit any people riding birds around town. Dude, these fucking scooters. Gosh, I hate them. Are they legal on the road or are they legal on the sidewalk? And why are they legal on the sidewalk if they are? Because you can't ride a bike on the sidewalk. That's illegal, you know? So I don't get it. On the next road home, we're going to do a deep dive investigation on whether birds are illegal. No, we're not. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, man, I farted like a hundred times. You know, I fart a lot at wrestling shows because I can. Because you can't really, like, tell. Yeah, you can't. Well, you can't tell. It's loud and everybody stinks anyway. So, fucking fart at wrestling shows, it's perfectly okay. I think it depends on what wrestling show you're at, though. Eh, WWE show's fine. It smelled really nice there, though. Yeah, it's like cotton candy and all that stuff. Cotton candy, so it's gold. Ooh, you know what? Hang on.